0: Welcome to the Mindfulness Experience Podcast. My name is Keith Fiveson, your host. On this Microdose Wonderland interview, I speak with world-famous Paul Stamets. He's the author, inventor, director of research, and he's the founder and owner of Fungi.com. He is a trailblazer in the space, if you don't know him. One of the things I loved about our conversation was the compassion, the sense of Life, the sense of death. I asked them some questions around religion and around uh, dying. And uh, I, I I I forgot to turn on the recorder. I got the interview. We jump right into it around religion and what's really happened with these sacred sacraments over the years.
1: Um and so That's what you see when you see the domination of one society with superior weapons technologies. They then subjugate the population to conform. They extract resources. Uh, They destroy the infrastructure of the indigenous uh, culture uh, in order to exploit uh, for their advantage. Well, the fact that this movement is thriving now is rooted thousands of years of the struggles of knowledge keepers and these thin threads of knowledge have been cut far more times than they've been preserved the fact that we are here today is amazing and we have a deep debt of gratitude to indigenous knowledge keepers because now we are flourishing at a time when we can have a paradigm shift fundamentally psilocybin makes nicer people psilocybin reduces crime psilocybin reduces partner-to-partner violence it looks very strong evidence now that it breaks addictive cycles for opioid use alcohol use think of the benefits to society if we can reduce crime addiction and make nicer more civil individuals are open to dialogue tolerance biodiversity, multi-ethnicity, this is really a medicine for the masses for transforming our society to the next level.
0: Right, and I i, I see that certainly, and your slides were very compelling, and you know, what I was uh, really struck by is not only how it can, you know, looking at a sacrament, looking at it from the viewpoint of how it can make people nicer, have a more civil society, but I was also struck by um, the whole idea of what's been happening over at John Hopkins and their research about end of life and about you know, what can happen in terms of helping people to really accept the fact that they are not going to be around here forever and what does that actually mean from a societal viewpoint in terms of a more mindful society, a more social society and how we can really potentially change the planet. Do you have any thoughts about that?
1: Well, uh Keith, I, I feel like I should turn this interview around. You're a two-time cancer survivor. You have thought about this a lot, uh, far more so than me, but I have thought about it as well. Um, my last journey, um, oftentimes my journeys on psilocybin, they're like, come to the rescue of the ecosystem. The earth is in trouble, don't you see? You, you can help, you know, accept this responsibility as an earth citizen to do a better job. This last experience I had uh, was much more profound. It was not a a call to action. It was something that gave me tremendous solace, and it speaks exactly to your question. And rarely do I ever get a one-word message from my psychedelic journey. But the one word that was just emblazoned in, in, in my mind was the word existence we always exist we will forever exist we have existed you know throughout eons of the past we are assembled as this a form of molecules in this shape at this point in time but it should all give us comfort that we are part of this continuum of existence and that message of existence gave me great peace about my own mortality because I realized we would just reformulate, we'd shapeshift into a different form from which we sprang and to which we go. And so as our, your and my molecules and atoms, you know, stream throughout the universe into the future, this dance of molecules has all of our ancestors, uh, all of the matter of the universe, is, is the, in this fluidity of a continuum, and this dance, uh, of atoms which I think is very spiritual so from that experience and getting the word that Paul it is existence that we share with everyone
0: right so I love I love the um, I love the kind of movement into infinity the kind of concept or construct that we really have this construct of personality and really through the psychedelic journey, we're able to go ahead and like move into the understanding that we're one with all. So we're like raindrops falling in the ocean, yeah. in some respect. So do you feel that beyond the social good that there is obviously in a lot of the trials and a lot of the individuals who are able to connect with their trauma, able to reform it, able to go ahead and reshape it, I I say reboot, reframe, reset, reframe. Uh, do you feel that there is this journey that people can take in their lives? And do you think that, from the medicalized viewpoint, uh, there's enough there? Or do you feel that perhaps there's more of a sacred conversation that needs to have or happen?
1: Well, I think that conversation is happening now. Uh, I'm an amateur astronomer. Every, every astronomer that I know that's a amateur or a professional is in awe of the expanse of the universe how could you not feel spiritual and i think that psilocybin also underscores there's a convergence of science and spirituality i mean indeed what is science science is is basically it's reductionism but it's giving a metric so we can communicate with a language that we have in common what is spirituality it's the ineffable it's a concept beyond words
0: yeah and I, I like joseph campbell's description he says you know religion is the menu spirituality is the meal oh
1: interesting uh, joseph campbell an amazing uh, man and mind um i think we are at a nexus point point in the evolution of our species that we can t- take it to the next level um our work uh, with neurogenesis and the entourage effect of these compounds, clearly shows that psilocybin and psilocybin tryptamines uh, stimulate neurogeneration, neurogenesis, neuroregeneration, neuroplasticity, all four different concepts. And knowing that we can regenerate our nervous system when prior to this, it is a slippery slope into dementia and neurodegeneration, helps us become wiser, uh, better communicators. I'm, I'm 67 years of age, and I look through these windows of my eyes, and I feel like I'm 22. But I sincerely believe that I have become more intelligent in the past 10 years, than I, in fact, more intelligent now than I've ever been. Now, is that the hubris, uh, the egocentric? I don't think so. I'm on a creative, explosive amount of creativity right now, heretofore never seen in my life. I wake up every morning with joy and and excitement and expectation, the days are too short. You know, so I I feel I'm undergoing a rebirth right now. And if, if my experience is that experience shared by so many others, then I think this is a revolution that is sweeping our planet at a time critical that we need to come up with more creative minds to solve the problems that we're facing today.
0: Beautiful, so uh, I really appreciate you, uh, Paul Stamets. I appreciate your uh, work, I appreciate the over 50 years of work that you've uh, been in the field uh, with. You are, uh, someone said, uh, oh, uh, Paul, he's the original, uh, the OG of uh, mushrooms. So, you know, to be with you and to talk to you and to get your wisdom is uh, really appreciated. Oh,
1: thank you, Keith. Thank you so much. All right, thank
0: you. Thank you for being a part of the Mindfulness Experience podcast, the Microdose Wonderland interviews. There's more coming up, so stay tuned. Make sure to scroll through all of our podcasts on technology, mindfulness, and psychedelics, and much, much more. Connect with me on social media platforms. Visit my website at workmindfulness.com. This is Keith Fiveson. Thank you again. See you on the next show. Take care.